Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Batman Beyond podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 106, The Call, with Kevin Lynch. Hi, pals. We're back. I'm Al. I'm a girl now. And Damn I'm right, cute. you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am also cute. Yes. Uh, hey, girl, you should say your name. I'm Maggie. Yes, I'm Flunk. Apparently, we're really confrontational <laughs> I, I... today. <laughs> and I want to fight about it. Uh, I don't. I think we're all pretty happy that you're a girl now. I'm super happy about it. Okay, why are we fighting then? I don't know. All right. I got a lot of pent-up energy. My boobs hurt. <laughs> yes, you mentioned that last week. I feel like uh, I feel like we're going to be getting regular boob updates. Is that... Uh... You sure are. Okay, that's fine. I'm, if you're comfortable talking about it, I'm comfortable leaving it in the show. <laughs> if you have questions about my boobs, we have an upcoming uh, Q&A special. Yeah, please write in. I will uh, sit I'm here and say nothing. And... Thrilled and weirded out that I get to talk about my friend's boobs now. Yeah, you are. Uh, Amanda pointed out not too long ago that uh, I need to be a little careful on the show now, not to, because uh, now I, if I talk over you, I'm talking over a woman, and that's uh, mm-hmm. that's a whole like extra thing. Instead of just being rude, now I'm also being sexist. So yeah, what the hell, dude? I know. I'm sorry. You got to make room for my various jokes and your boobs. And my boobs. Oh, I keep testing what's okay to joke about them, so. Uh, that is fine. Okay, good, good, good. And I, I know Al, where you got a lot of leeway. So. We've been friends for like 20 years. Yeah, like. I, I know. But uh, also, I wouldn't joke about my lady friend's various parts, because that's yeah, not yeah, that's what, that's cool. what I mean. You don't do that. There is still the novelty of it, but eventually it's going to be, oh, now it's a problem. Yeah. yeah. Now, on the other hand, Flonk, how's your butt? Oh, uh, yeah, how is your it butt? is all healed up. Yeah. It was it was bruised pretty badly recently. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Well, I was crawling around in the ceiling. Yeah. Like a diehard? Exactly like a diehard. I, I, it was, I actually wow. was more like a doom because I was looking for a switch to hit. Mm. Uh, was it a very pixely switch and everything was gray and it was impossible to find? Uh, yeah, it was very small. I couldn't. <laughs> it took me a minute to find <laughs> it. Oh, well, sounds like you did and you hit it with your butt, I guess. Uh, for purpose of discussion, yes. All right, very well. Wow, I the the worst possible, and this is talking about me. The worst possible mm-hmm. segue just occurred to me. Speaking of discussion, and... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Flonk, you are here for a pretty uh, monumental pair of episodes, wouldn't you say? Yeah, like, this and I, I te- picked this one kind of at random too. I was just like, yeah, two part episode. Why not? Did you? And then, uh, oh, oh no, I figured, shit. yeah. Because you're all about the big superhero stuff. I just assumed mm-hmm. you did this on purpose. No, no. I actually well, avoided uh, last out? week's because I didn't want to do a uh, an episode with old guys. And then, whoops. <laughs> well, you missed out on, like, the best episode. Yeah, no, 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 this was uh, pretty Gav, good. Gav actually staked that uh, months and months ago when he was on for one of the original mm-hmm. uh, Rachel Ghoul episodes. But then uh, he unfortunately had a scheduling conflict, so he had to change. But uh, but that would have been unavailable if, if you tried mm-hmm. 
Um, but yeah, this is the technically production wise, the first appearance of Justice League, obviously not the like chronologically the first appearance, mm-hmm. but uh, it's the first time in any of these cartoons that the Justice League shows up. So that's pretty cool. I mean, they, they and they do say within the episode, like, yeah, yeah, Batman was kind of in the Justice League. He was just a uh, like, you know, he wasn't. Uh, yeah, he's a part timer. He was a part timer. Yep. And he's got a lot going on. Well, and he doesn't trust anyone. Yeah, and that that he's plays older out and turned into a jerk. Uh, yes, turned into a jerk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely more of a jerk. All right, so let's bigger let's get on with it. Bigger uh, the jerk, apparently. Mm-hmm. That's true. His ears will get huge. Mm-hmm. Ow, my ears! Ow, my ears! All right. Well, let's. Uh, it's a two-parter. So, Flunk, why don't you tell us about the call, part one? Welcome to Metropolis Beyond, which doesn't seem that different from present-day Metropolis. A train is careening out of control, but look, up in the sky, it's the Atom Beyond. Uh, excuse me, it's Micron. Tinier than a locomotive, he's able to save the conductor, but unable to stop the train from crashing through an office building. And honestly, how do you fuck up a train rescue that badly? This is Superhero 101. You get in front of the train and dig your feet in, use your super strength, there's spider webs, wherever you got, microns, I guess, and use that to stop the train moments before it hits something. Whatever, Micron is in the JLB's back to tech now. <laughs> Meanwhile, over in Gotham, Batman is putting a stop to Ink's latest Inksploits, and he does it with an assist from the big man himself, Superman! Clark thinks it's time for Terry to join the Justice League. Both Bruce and Terry are cautiously optimistic about this. Turns out their caution is warranted because Clark suspects that the JLB has a traitor in their midst, and that's why Micron failed so very, very, very badly. But who could it be? Green Lantern Baby? Big Barda Beyond? Merch Hawkman? Aqualass? Well, probably not her. She's the only one who seems to like Terry. Also, someone tries to boil her alive like so much lobster, who is apparently a mobster and an enemy of Plastic Man. Huh. Comics are weird. Anywho, Batman finds a wooden shoe in Aquagirl's tank, which can only mean one thing. Sabotage. This sickens him, but as he debriefs with Bruce, Metropolis is attacked by a million bombs. The JLB goes about saving the city. They're able to help most of the civilians, but when a missile heads toward the city... Only Warhawk and his powerful Hawk armor can stop it, which he does, and the city is saved. But then the missile explodes anyway, killing Warhawk. Back in the Batcave, Bruce is analyzing the footage of the attack, and he discovers that the person responsible for the attack is... Superman? But that can't possibly be right. Al? Well, if it is, I've been sorely misinformed by my primary source, the Iron Giant. So (laughs) Terry returns to the Watchtower, armed with Bruce's sliver of kryptonite and indisputable video footage that proves Superman's guilt. And the gang's all here. Barda, Green Lantern, Aquagirl, and Warhawk. Wait, Warhawk? Turns out he decided to jump out of his armor and operate it by remote controls, presumably in the nude. He says he did this because the whole missile thing felt suspicious to him, but I think he just wanted to make a liar out of Flonk. Now the team is definitely convinced that Superman's up to no good, and Barda, being the very aggressive loose cannon of the team, insists on his immediate decapitation. Warhawk also insists on this. Wait, you can't have two very aggressive loose cannons. That'd be like having a show with Worf and... Odo, alright, never mind. So, (laughs) they confront Superman and the purple starfish that lives in his chest. That's new, right? Says Terry. That, That seems like it wasn't there before, but it's my first day, so maybe I'm wrong? Then Superman fucks off to his house, the location of which is somehow still a secret in Beyond Times. But old man Bruce doesn't believe in secrets and just tells them all. Guys, it's at the North Pole! It's probably the only structure in the entire Arctic Circle! I mean, unless Santa's real in this universe, in which case it would still be only one of two structures (laughs) in the entire Arctic Circle! Yeesh, the JLU is an entire team of Danas, I guess. 
<laughs> so they boom tube themselves into Superman's living room, a concept that is much more nightmarish to me than a mind control starfish. Terry pulls out the kryptonite and does some extremely hesitant experiments into the whole do you bleed thing and KOs Superman long enough to allow Aquagirl to mind meld with the starfish thing. Sure, it looks like something from the water on this planet, so she can probably talk to it. That makes total sense. So yeah, remember way back at the beginning of the Superman series when Superman got scooped up by that alien who was collecting alien orphans? No, 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 calm down. He was on a spaceship, not in the sewer. Anyway, you know the episode I mean. Lobo was there. I mean, you wouldn't know it from these flashbacks, but, well, look. If I were telling the story of something that happened to me 50 years ago when Lobo was there, I might also edit Lobo out of the narrative. (laughs) So, when Superman freed all those aliens, and by freed I mean re-imprisoned them in his house, that star guy was among them. It watched and waited and apparently asexually reproduced like a motherfucker, and now there are swarms of them ready to enslave the human race. The giant pool filled with mind control monsters is right over there, says Aquagirl, and then the entire Justice League proceeds to just walk over there and then immediately get whammied by starfish. (laughs) Jesus, when I said they were all as dumb as Dana, I was kidding, but I think they might be. Fortunately, Batman is Batman and the starfish guys can't get through his suit. Then he bat-tasers the ever-loving fuck out of Superman, killing his little star guy, and the two of them proceed to murder a bunch of sentient beings. I mean incapacitate them and boom tube them back to their home planet where there'll be no something something or whatever. (laughs) Superman offers Terry a permanent spot on the Justice League and Terry suddenly realizes his mom hasn't heard from him in like a week and also his car was wrecked in the fight so it's going to take him an additional week to walk back to Gotham from the North Pole so uh, he very sensibly passes on that invitation. (laughs) Yeah, um, I don't want to be in the Justice League. You guys seem like a lot. You know I'm like, like 17, a, right? I still got like, high school. Yeah, like a whole lot. I'm, yep. I was watching this and I'm just like, Terry, you want to join the Justice League? You're barely keeping your shit together as is. Yeah, in your in your one city fighting your 10 guys. Oh, geez, what if I also helped out whenever the world was in trouble? Mm-hmm. How do you think Max is going to cover you when Green Lantern is knocking on your window? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Hey, well, uh, Terry, Superman's outside, and he has a, he wants to talk to you about something. Terry, do you know Superman? Yes, Dana, he's my friend. Oh. I um, am working for Superman in a purely unrelated capacity. I'm, I'm the Superman's new Jimmy Superman's driver, I think. <laughs> yeah, there. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Hey, do you want this chili? <laughs> Sweetie. Oh, man. Who's Actually, I like cool? your comment, Al. Like, she very much feels like she could be the oracle of this team. Who's that? Dana. Uh oh yeah, absolutely. Just well, th- oh, what should we do? Um, I don't know. Let's she has all, all the just books, go so into the room one. with the monsters. Mm, yeah. Well, the 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 funny thing is that um, Green Lantern is uh, voiced by uh, Lauren Tom, mm. and it took me a few minutes to like. Wait a minute, that's not Dana. She the, the Green Lantern's actually smart. So okay. Yeah. Not so smart that he doesn't just go into a room with a bunch of mind control monsters, but, you know, Mm -hmm. smarter than Dana. Yeah. Actually, this is my good thing. I like that little Green Lantern. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, so the the Justice League Beyond, Mm -hmm. which is called the Justice League Unlimited now. Well, that's what they call it in the times. (laughs) Yeah, but, like, that hadn't happened yet, so. Yeah, but I think they probably were thinking about it. Sure. Did we even have like the Justice League show yet? No, 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 no. This is the first yeah. time they uh, they showed up. 
Yeah. Yep. So, like, no. this is the first appearance of Justice League. Yeah. And, like, this is good stuff, but also, there's some real gutter guys in this. Well, I mean, yeah, Micron, just, uh, just a shrinky guy and tries to mm-hmm. tries to stop a train very badly, as Flonk points out correctly. Yep. Like, but you're, also, you're already t- big. Just pick the train up. Yeah. yeah. Why are you shrinking no, to go back just... inside the train? I mean, that's how you stop a train by being one inch high, I guess. I guess like it hadn't occurred to me until you said it. But yes, yeah, stopping a, a speeding train in Metropolis is literally superheroing 101. Yeah, that's one of the first things Superman did. And he kind of set the tone for everybody else, right? Yeah, that's the like it's that and kicking the shit out of the scorpion or whatever. Like yeah. also by by the way, not to not to take away from your Green Lantern thing, but uh, Micron, mm-hmm. who only mm-hmm. appears and speaks for maybe five minutes, uh, I just assumed would be the go to uh, only black dude that uh, that these shows knows, Phil Lamar. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, <laughs> it's actually Wayne Brady of all people. Yeah, Wayne Brady. Yeah, I'm sorry. What was that for? Him? Oh no, I just said Kevin Michael Richardson hasn't been uh, discovered yet. That's so. true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he'll be villains when he does show up anyway. Yeah. You know what? It's our own fault because at no point does Micron do, uh, sing a song about how he's saving the world from anything. So. That's true. Well, actually, in no, the, this, at this time, uh, in 2000, like this would have been like a really big get to get Wayne Brady. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you would think. Mm-hmm. But they kind of waste him. Like, Micron, you know, his job is to suck and go into a tank for the rest of the two-parter. And Yeah, he doesn't even have party. a line in the, uh, in yeah. the second part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of a waste of a decent voice. Yeah. But, but like, uh, anyway, Maggie, you were talking about uh, this Green is, Lantern. This is a real weak Justice League. Like, this is the kind of Justice League where, like, if this was the lineup and I was reading the comics at the time, I'd be like, I think I can go. Who's the writer? Is he the writer good? All right. Yeah. I'll, see, I'll, I, I'll check back in in a couple of years. Uh, I, like this, I like You're this lineup. You're not interested like in uh, what if Hawkman was Iron Man? No, honestly, I'm barely <laughs> interested in Hawkman, if I'm being honest. And ah. future Hawkman? No. Hawkgirl will be one of the great, like, I can't believe I care about this character characters. Trust me. No, no. I realize that. Hawkgirl is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Hawkman? Do not care. Well, okay. But I believe this is meant to be her kid, I think. Yeah, it's. I believe it turns out to be her and uh, Jon Stewart's kid. Yeah, I think so. I think that's right. Yeah. And um, I don't know, but like uh, using Big Barda as like your mm-hmm. sort of uh, Wonder Woman stand-in, I thought was pretty cool. Well, yeah, that's they, they couldn't like. uh, get Wonder Woman for whatever reason, and so yeah. uh, Bruce Timm was just like, "All right, well, who's another large, strong, yeah. black-haired woman?" Yep. Yeah, from another culture who's probably still kicking around after fifty years. So yeah, yeah, that makes sense. No. Barda I like, but like her and ha- Warhawk are way too similar characters. Like, yeah, I no. even point this yeah. out in your summary. Like, they, they are the exact same. <laughs> no, the, the dynamic on any team is one guy wants to destroy everything all the time and everyone holds them back, but there's two of them mm. on this team. Yeah. It's like, how do we get anything done with this many Guy Gardeners on our team? <laughs> exactly. But, uh, and, and yeah, Aqua Girl is just talks to fish, I guess. I talk to fish and I like Terry. No, she she doesn't seem that dumb, but um, she's not. Except when they're uh, doing their big rescue, and they and mm-hmm. Superman's like a bunch of people fell in the bay. Could you could you help out? And she rides toward the uh, screaming victims on the back of a shark. Yep. Yeah, that'll put them at ease. Good job. Have I calmed you guys down yet with my shark? Hello. I was trying to figure <laughs> out how you to away? how uh, how lifting them all up with a whale. How exactly that would work, but. Mm-hmm. I figured it was a cartoon. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't think about it too much. 
Yeah, probably not. Like, anyway. all I can think is, like, get some beluga whales or something. Like, those are pretty, uh... No one's afraid of beluga whales. Those guys look cool. I don't know if any, if any kind of whale is coming toward me after I've already experienced some trauma. I'm probably not going to mm-hmm. go hug it. <laughs> I'm probably so going to be like, Jesus, now what? Yeah. Great, now i got to fight this whale. Anyway, you're, you're building to uh, one of oh, the yeah. guys that you actually like. But Green, the new Green Lantern, mm-hmm. I really like. He's a weird little kid. And that is a damn unique take on the character that I have not seen before. I have seen so many human Green Lanterns at this point, but like a little they kid went with this, who they went with this weird, interesting sort of Buddhist inspired, like like he's usually in sort of the meditation pose, and he's mm-hmm. he's a little bald kid, and just like this was kind of an interesting take, I thought. Yeah, well, and I I remember reading like way way back. This is probably in, like an old wizard or something. But mm-hmm. like I remember reading that he was all he was supposed to also be like the current Dalai Lama. Interesting. Oh, yeah. yeah, like that. Like, and it never ended up coming up in like the scripts or anything. But like that was that was supposed to be his deal when they were like he's reincarnated the new, the new and then became yeah. Green Lantern. Uh-huh. It's like he's the Dalai Lama, and also on top of that, he's also Earth's Green Lantern. So oh, man, Double a lot chosen. going on. That, mm-hmm. but like, like that's a lot going on. But also, that's super interesting. No, and they gave him like very sort of like uh, Vulcan mannerisms. Mm-hmm. Like he's the calm one who's always like the most rational and and just like, hey guys, yeah, we'll, we'll figure this out. It's all right. Everybody, settle down for a second, okay? Like, everybody, stop yelling. No, we have two guys on this team who just yell at each other. Mm-hmm. Superman <laughs> usually keeps them. Uh, under control, but Superman's mm-hmm. uh, kind of out of his mind right now. So mm-hmm. he only okay. ever makes hands too, which I thought was interesting because you know it's Green Lantern, he makes a whole bunch of yeah. things. But this guy only mm-hmm. likes to, only likes to make hands. Mm-hmm. I don't think I, I don't think I noticed that. That is interesting. But no boxing gloves. Hmm. Well, well, yeah. He's how do you fight type. crime with boxing gloves? Yeah. They're Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, my good thing. Yes. As ever, the best part of the show continues to be Bruce and his relationship with Terry. I really like that he doesn't hold him back from joining the Justice League if that's what he wants. He's like, well, it's not up to me. It's up to you. And I, I like that. And he even helps him with his investigation. Like, I could see a version of this episode where he's like, well, you're a big Justice League guy. You figure it out. But yeah. they didn't write him like that, and I'm glad. Mm-hmm. Like, he also, but then we get to the point where Terry's like, but it's Superman. I can't. It's Superman. And Bruce is like, mm-hmm. blink, blink. So what? Like, yeah, I love that Bruce. This isn't the first time I've had has... to use the script tonight. Well, yeah, exactly. But it never like the idea of hero worship to him is just so foreign. He's never mm-hmm. like apart from his murdered parents, he's never looked up to anyone. He doesn't like what do you what do you mean someone is beyond suspicion because you like them a lot? That's that's not yeah. a thing. What are you and talking it's... about? I've been suspicious of Superman since the day I met him. And it's such a good moment when Superman shows up in the cave and Bruce just kind of mm. gives him a look like, I still don't like you. <sighs> All right, Clark, let's do this. But I don't think they overplayed it either. He doesn't hate him. He just doesn't no. trust him. Yeah. And I like that. Well, and like all of those scenes just have so much unsaid history in them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and by this point, mm- the Superman series had happened. So like all yeah. the, the world's finest and everything. So like the history is there. Yeah, but there's been no Justice League stuff yet, and yet they right. still manage to make you realize, like, oh, God, a lot has happened between these two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I like that. And I like mm-hmm. that Bruce has the kryptonite, and it's not his immediate go-to, but it's like, okay, we're sure. This yeah. is serious. 
I guess we gotta use it. And he's got a whole fucking get smart setup to get to it. He sure does. Which I liked. You can't just mm-hmm. steal it if you somehow manage to get into the Batcave. Yeah. So I look, I don't I don't wanna kill Superman. Okay. I have the means to, but like there's actually a good little uh, animation bit when the, the the door opens to go to the kryptonite chamber and like you can see all like the cobwebs and dust on there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he probably hasn't had to pull that out since the last time Superman did this, which was a while ago. Yeah, it's been a while. I don't have to, I don't have to go in here too often. Mm-hmm. Dark side yeah, take okay, care of, you so. should, Yeah. Okay, but also uh, you should dust occasionally. Bruce. I mean, that was Alfred's job, and <laughs> yeah. he's no longer with us, and I'm not going to yeah. do it. Oh God, the giant penny must be filthy. <laughs> must be as yeah, filthy as a real penny. Yeah, it looks like uh, the Statue of Liberty. It's completely green now. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right, Flunk, you got you got a lot to talk about with your good and bad things. So let's get in. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, they they're related. Uh, so my bad thing is that I'm I'm mm-hmm. just so sick of mean Superman stories. It's 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 been mm-hmm. done to death at this point. Mm-hmm. I probably shouldn't hold the crimes of Injustice Two and the Eternals against a cartoon that came out 23 years ago, but here we are. Listen, I am perfectly happy with you uh, pinning as many crimes as you want on the Eternals. That was no, I didn't see the Eternals, but was Superman in that? Their their Superman analogy turns out he's the bad guy. Yeah. Wait, did they put the Sentry in a Marvel movie? Basically, he's super strong and he flies and he has laser eyes. Okay. No, I I believe you. I just like and he's really remember when comics tried to do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But saying it's the boring Eternal does not narrow it down at all. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. No, you're you're not wrong, but yeah, with all the the Zack Snydering and so forth, like yeah, we're all we're all real done with all that. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, I've seen a bunch of good, mean Superman stories at this point, you know. But like, you're not wrong. It's the thing they keep coming back to. Well, and, and also, I... I, in continuity wise, like mm-hmm. th- at least as far as uh, uh, the production like schedule goes, the last time we saw Superman. He turned evil and tried to conquer mm-hmm. the world for Darkseid. Yep. Like, yeah. that's the last time we saw this guy. So mm-hmm. he, he just recently did that. Uh, yeah, as far as we know, this is just a thing Superman does occasionally. Which is why Bruce has that thing. Mm-hmm. This isn't the first time Superman's gone crazy. Really? Yeah, like, look, I got a lot of stories here, okay? Did like... you did you not hear about that time everyone on Earth was enslaved? I mean, it was before you were born, but you've heard of World War II also, right? I mean... Is a pretty big deal. I mean, you know what textbooks are like these days. Like, no, they're absolutely not teaching kids these days about the time Superman tried to take over the world. Did take over the world. Did take over the world, excuse me. He just did it briefly. Yeah, but I mean, it, it did. It, what I'm saying is it wasn't a failed attempt. He succeeded mm-hmm. for a little while. Like, it was a pretty big fucking deal. Ugh. <sighs> All right, so your your good uh, thing is related. Yeah, yeah, to that, but the, that all said, this was a really good reveal, and um, back in two thousand, it did like blow my mind. So you know, well, yeah, I, I mean, well, I mean, technically, this is the first Justice League story, and it's a nice touch yeah. to make the first Justice League story Starro because in the comics, that yeah. was the first Justice League story. So it's true, pretty cool. And also, like, you're not expect like Superman brings uh, Terry into all of this. Like, you're absolutely not expecting him to be like the traitor at the end. Yeah, oh, I was, I was trying great... to figure that out too. I think that was like Clark, like in the back, like trying to 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 mm. to get out of this. I could definitely that, see that. That was my read. There were definitely hints to Superman doing stuff. Like, there's a point where it looks like an animation error where he's using his X-ray vision, but he's actually using his heat vision. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
don't know if you guys caught that. It's when the bombs started going off. Mm, yeah. And he's like, I, I'm scanning for them now. And his eyes go red. Like, wait a minute. That's not the x-ray vision. Oh, right. Yeah. He's a bad guy. He, Good that, job. Th- th- he's mean, mm-hmm. actually. And they do, there's a couple of those. So mm-hmm. I, I would buy that also, you know, they had like some uh, extra motives tacked mm-hmm. in there, too. And also Starro probably wanted to get a Batman on his team. You know, there is also that. Yeah, who wouldn't? I, if I were Starro, my first, like, objective would be, okay, these are the two most dangerous motherfuckers on Earth. I've got to take them out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then the rest of these idiots are not going to stop me. They're just going to walk right into my tank. Yeah. Like a bunch of idiots. I mean, Terry does just jump head uh, first into the mm-hmm. big yeah. tank full of uh, mon- mind control monsters. Yeah, but they they all do. They don't leave one of them behind. They just all no. go in. Ugh. <laughs> just crawling with stars. Mm-hmm. It's probably fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I mean, it was for him. No. Mm-hmm. I mean, one it's of the a- things I love about this is like Warhawk being like to to Terry, "Yeah, you're not e- you're not even the first you're not even the first Batman." And mm-hmm. me just going, you're not even the first Hawkman. And that's Hawkman. Yeah. Yeah, you're not again, even the eighth Hawkman. Yeah, like, what are you talking about? I, if I remember correctly, Hawkman ends up being kind of a ridiculous joke. Hawkgirl is the one to mm-hmm. watch. Yep. So. I, and that's I, as true today as it was back then. <laughs> hmm. But and they might not, you know, they might have mm-hmm. to backfill that in a later show. But like, just just imagine in this world, no, Hawkgirl mm-hmm. was very cool, and now this guy's taken over for her. So, oh know, yeah, no, he could be Listen. cool, I guess. No, Hawkgirl, amazing. Yep, Warhawk, the guy who looked at Batman's uh, at the plastic shell that goes over the 1989 Batmobile and went, "I should get that for my entire body," and also. Use it as an excuse to hang around naked all the time. <laughs> Not as good. And sometimes operated by remote control, I guess. Uh, uh, yes, I was also remote control. That was some time. real fucking comic book retcon bullshit. He didn't get out of well, the Hawk duty car. <laughs> yeah, no, Bruce Tim Shrimp said, yeah, we cheated on that one. Yep. Yeah, fuck, man. You, what you do is you hint that he can do that, earlier in the mm-hmm. episode, then it doesn't feel like you pulled it out of your ass. Yeah. But you absolutely did pull it out of your ass. That being said... That's uh, probably that how he escaped out of the armor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he went out through the asshole. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that being said, the shot of the Hawkman helmet slamming into uh, the Batmobile's windshield is pretty fucking good. Yep. Oh, it absolutely was. Mm-hmm. There were, there were a lot of very... Like, I hesitate to use the word iconic, just all over the place, but there were yeah. some, definitely some iconic shots in this, I would mm-hmm. say. The the shot that ends this episode of Bruce holding the sliver of kryptonite was very, very good. Oh, yeah. Just like, as Flonk points out, that's a very played out thing, you know, do you bleed? Like, shut up, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, but, all right. But here it was very cool. Like, I have mm-hmm. the means to kill Superman and I am very reluctantly going to use them. Well, yeah, and just that, that green glow is always just a, a, a good look. Oh, yeah. Oh, Especially because yeah. you always Absolutely. see Terry in the red when he's in the Batmobile, and now I see him covered mm-hmm. in green. Like, it's nice. Yep. That's not yep. his color. Mm-hmm. It's a different color. Mm-hmm. Of course, we all, know, we all know green just means Borg, though, so. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Which explains why Superman kept uh, on eating all these batteries. No, 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 It's the dumbest thing in the world. Oh, my God. She just ate batteries. Agnes, stop eating batteries. No! <laughs> Radio Shack is her Maggie version of the old uh, of the old country buffet. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Golden Corral. That's what I was thinking oh, of. Oh. Yep. Mm. Golden Corral's new slogan. Two things Retract. I know about Agnes. She loves uh, Golden Corral and eating batteries. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maggie, what was your bad thing about this episode? Uh, I fucking hate, hated Superman's new voice. Yeah, I wasn't uh, a fan I either. didn't. Like, uh, because God. Did you did you read about what, what they did and why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not and didn't. So please, you should tell me. Well, the dude who uh, played Superman originally, uh, Tim Daly, you know, mm-hmm. Wings, or Wings' brother, yep. I don't remember. Flunk, yep. you can tell I me. Can, uh, he's Is Wings. he Wings or Wings' brother? Yeah. Okay. Uh, was not available, and they sure. hadn't found boring, terrible George Newbern yet. Mm-hmm. So um, they're like, okay, Superman's older. What if we cast the guy that played Jarrell as Superman? 50 years old. That's the guy who voiced his dad. So I kind of like it. Yeah. That's interesting. It's still bad, but. Yeah, yeah. That's. I like it. it, It's uh, kind of a. It's that guy thing, too. It's it's Christopher McDonald, Mm -hmm. who's like a big character actor. You probably know him best as uh, Ward Cleaver from the Leave It to Beaver movie. Um, Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. That's everybody's go to. Yeah. Mm hmm. Well, he was um he was in a classic next gen episode, uh, yesterday's Enterprise. Oh yeah. That's the one where the Enterprise kept exploding. No. That's no, the one where Tasha Yar came back. Tasha Yar came back to life and it right. was bad. Well no, it, was it was good. good and then she kept coming back was the, the problem. Yeah, the repercussions yeah, that was of the that issue. were bad. Yeah. The episode itself was fantastic. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he was uh he was the dude I believe that Tasha fell in love with on the Enterprise C. Mm. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's the uh, the bad guy in Happy Gilmore. I don't know, you know him. He's in a million things. Oh, that guy. Wow. Okay, yeah. yeah. Now, no, he's now I know exactly who ever. you mean. Yep. Uh, and Flunk, while we're doing uh, Hey, It's That Guy, you had a great, uh, I would not have caught this for yeah. Aqua Girl. Yeah, uh, Aqua Girl is, um, is the little mermaid, Ariel, Jody Benson. Yeah. Uh, so I guess so she's just actual... typecasted mermaids now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The actual speaking voice, like, because I know yeah. sometimes they cast like the singing voice and the speaking voice. Directly. I think she did both, but uh, yeah, she's definitely the, yeah, the uh, yeah, speaking voice. Mm-hmm. Oh, very cool. I mean, boring ass character, but you know, kind of neat stunt casting. I wait, suppose. Aqua, uh, wait, Aqua Girl or the Little Mermaid? Yes. <laughs> I don't remember anything about the Little Mermaid. I saw it when I was fifteen or whatever. Mm-hmm. And these movies don't stick with me the way they stick with apparently everyone else. Yeah, no, I was significantly no- younger, and it did not affect me at all. <laughs> really? At all? Really? Uh, you start out really? as as uh, one person, and then you <laughs> get a different body that didn't stick with you at all. Not even a little bit. Weird that you huh. would bring that up. Oh. So your final form isn't Ursula then? Uh, no. Maggie, I love you. Please do not turn into seafoam at the end of this call. I'm just, All right, I'm but just only because you asked. La- lady body plus tentacles to me seems like ideal Maggie, no? That is exactly my shit. Yeah. Like, you know, half like a uh, very stacked lady, half mm-hmm. tentacle monster. That's that's mm-hmm. you. You're Ursula. Yep. Uh, my oh, bad shit. thing. I got I, I to take this aside and think about it for a little while. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to. Uh... Didn't mean to awaken even further there, but uh, yeah. every day's you, a journey, Al. Every you day. were already stirring. I was just shaking you awake. I, uh-huh. you, you, you did all the work there. I was just pointing it out. Uh, my bad thing. Uh, Barda's mega rod. First of all, it's called a mega rod. Shut it up. Sure, fucking is. Yeah. Shut thanks, up, Jack, Jack Kirby. Kirby, and your great writing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> I know you can hear me from your script. <laughs> <laughs> 
really, Jack? Um, North. <laughs> but the uh, the the sound effect they use for it is straight up the Star Wars blaster sound effect. Sure like, was. Nope. This show this show's been pretty good about either designing its own or using mm-hmm. ones that you haven't heard a million times, and then they're just like, eh, we give up. Let's just steal these from Star Wars, whatever. I think I heard no, a, a Tie Fighter also, out. but that might have just been I was still mad about hearing the blaster. <laughs> yeah, could be. There was back in the day in in the old Transformers series, they would use they would steal a bunch of sound effects from Star Wars, but they didn't like have access to the library. They would isolate Mm -hmm. them from the movies and just literally steal them. And you can tell because you just hear Darth Vader's uh, breathing over uh, Optimus Prime. (laughs) Uh, No, no worse. So you remember the bit in Empire where uh, C-3PO discovers like that there's some shit going on in Cloud City. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says, "No, please don't go to get up." And then there's a blaster fire, and he goes, "No!" And mm-hmm. in Transformers, sometimes you can hear "pew pew, no!" <laughs> and like uh, C-3PO's voice getting chopped off, you can hear the beginning of the "no." Oh my it's god, that's amazing! So yeah, it's real bad. <laughs> and then, and then Starscream was like, "Pew pew, three are you okay?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that that's the other one. That's the other. Yeah, that is the other one. Uh, what else? Uh, what else? Let's see this might here. Run a little short since we just treated it as one episode, but it also, is entirely. I found there was a lot of action adventure in this one. A lot of there, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Was. I mean, I, I like you got to do that with the Justice League, I suppose. But they I, did I have a little bored. No, it was the Justice League, so they had the good animation team working on this. But um, Terry's mustache yeah. does make a return, so that was. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> Don't care about I'm the so, mustache, but I know I know you guys are really bothered by it. I'm so glad that that you that you get this flunk because it drives me crazy. Oh, yep. you're, he's not the only one. There's a mm-hmm. number of our guests have pointed out the the mustache. It really yeah. is like the animators like just drew a regular Batman mask and then colored it in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, but that's the bottom of the cowl. There's no cowl, so you got nope. Just leave the line. It's nope. Fine. Put the cowl in. Mm-hmm. Thanks for my cowl lamp. <laughs> Wow, mm-hmm. that's a deep cut. <laughs> He's doing bad. Oh, uh, hey, Batman. Flunk. I gotta, I gotta say, loved your sabotage joke. Very, very good. <laughs> also, ink exploits. A plus. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, uh, Aqua Girl's name is Marina. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like where you park a boat in a marina. Yep. Well, very bad. I mean, I kept calling her Namorita. So, like, it's better than that. Yeah, I mean, one of our favorite heck characters is Harleen Quinzel, so. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's intentionally a nod to that cheesy-ass shit, so mm-hmm. I guess this probably is, too. The 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 Namor thing just makes me think of uh, our old friend Annie from back in the day. Mm-hmm. Had a whole weird rant about, uh, yeah, that's his daughter Namora and, her, and his uh, wife Namorita and his, mm-hmm. uh, his child Nam- Namorito and... She'd go on for like half an hour. It was very yep, good. not doing it justice at all. Justice League. Uh, yes, not even giving it that. So this uh, is—I else? don't think you guys have talked about this on the show, but mm. um, the Gotham Police for some reason have a five on their uniform, and then also yes, the I training the robot that uh, that Micron was fighting in the beginning also had a five on it. So I guess Justice I Beyond the- says ACAB, but. Mm. <laughs> I be- I thought that was a Brainiac Five reference, but I might be. Oh yeah, maybe. See, someone told me 
I don't remember who this was, but someone somebody told me that, once told you. Yeah, somebody <laughs> once told me that it was because uh, of five O. Yes, I told you that. That was you. Okay, good. Yes. Yeah, the three of us were talking about it on Twitter some time ago. All right. Yeah, so if you're it's... you're listening to the three of us uh, rehash conversation we had on Twitter. So I mean, we do that all the time. Sure. But yes, that was and... me. It's five O. That's it. It's lame. Yeah, that's and really, the robot really with the five on him is clearly a uh, Johnny Five reference. Oh, it is. It absolutely is. Well, Johnny Five <laughs> was alive. He was. Now he's dead and in hell. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope they killed uh, Fisher Stevens in his racist accent too. Boy, do boy do I too. Mm-hmm. And his brown face. Jesus Christ. Yeah, not great. That's no. such a cute movie, except for that glaring racist entire movie. Mm-hmm. And like, then in the sequel, nice they made show him your the... kids. Oh, nope, never mind. Nope. And then the sequel, they made him the main character. Well, yeah, because, you know, they couldn't get the big star Steve Gutenberg back. Uh, as Steve Gutenberg, I think I'm far too busy to be in, uh, what did you say this was? Short Circuit 2? No, mm-hmm. no. I'd rather appear in the sixth or seventh Police Academy movie. <laughs> I think they lost him by seven. Mm. Might have lost him by six. <laughs> Uh, what else? Ah. Oh, I, so I was talking about all the action adventure stuff. They, the, the thing is, they showed us that they had a an X-Men style danger room mm-hmm. for 10 minutes. And then they showed us they had an X-Men style danger room again for 10 mm-hmm. more minutes. And it's like, all right, I get it. Jesus. Well, but also it's, style danger rooms are uh, how you kill time with uh, superhero shows. Well, it's, it's a so. giant fish tank, too. So it's like, this is just for Aqua Girl. Mm hmm. Well, presumably they have to train for underwater missions, I mm-hmm. guess. I don't know. That's like what for uh, her. all of your uh, underwater uh, action figure variants are for. Mm-hmm. I bet, they got the uh, little underwater... wind-up action. Yeah, exactly. I bet Underwater Warhawk does a great job. <laughs> underwater Barda just sinks like a, like a stone. <laughs> we don't have water on Apocalypse. Okay, well, stop talking about it. No, it's just the Mega Rod is very dense. Let go of it and you'll float, stupid. Never! I have water on my home planet, Roman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think they do. It's all fucking volcanoes and shit. It's a they heavy re- metal they album re- cover. They replaced all of the water with fire. <laughs> yeah, that, that tracks. How am I supposed to fill this water bottle? Well, put some fire in there. Mm-hmm. Look, Darkseid, the bad guy, said to do mm-hmm. that. So, you know, his I mean, name's Darkseid. I do it then. Darkseid. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Uh, oh, sure, a... but it's fine when Star Wars does it. Yes. Well, yeah, because it's yes, not the it guy's is. name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think there was a pretty good poop joke in this. Oh, yeah. Terry gets a handful of poop. Yep. Going through the, the animals in the Fortress of Solitude, and he picks up some pellets, and he's like, what is this, food? And <laughs> Green Lantern goes, used to be. <laughs> that was cute. Like, they didn't, uh, they didn't like, oversell it. It was... Mm-hmm. It was just subtle enough to make me laugh. Bruce, why didn't you tell me that this is poop? Because it was very funny. <laughs> Look, you know there's a camera in that suit, right? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be watching that over and over. I'm gonna put it on space YouTube or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. we got. I don't know. I'm gonna loop in the the Yakety Sax theme song. It's gonna be great. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm uh, sending this to Barbara. Oh, we don't even like each other anymore. Nope. No, but she likes when I send her videos of you doing stupid things. Yep. I really like talking about the uh, the the good animation team. I like the look 
it could have been so silly, but it wasn't. When the Starros wrap themselves around the faces of the Justice League guys, mm-hmm. and yeah. the one eye scowls like it's mean. Yeah, yep. I, that, I always that could dig, have been uh, very stupid, but Starro on yeah. people's face, and they they did good. Uh, walking too, where like they kind of had like lurchy zombie walks. Yes. Yep. Yep. And There's they all the did. Bit- uh, Oh, go ahead. One of them stands up, and it's just like that, like it, like they don't so much get up like a person does. Is just yeah, like the torso just kind of rides rises up, and the yeah. limbs are just hanging there. Yep. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, and the the voice actors all just kind of adopt this completely flat tone, mm-hmm. and particularly for the angry, shouty guys like Barda and uh, Warhawk, it's very noticeable mm-hmm. because they're not angry and shouting anymore. They're just like, we must get Batman now. Yeah, just completely chilling and emotionless. Like I like yep. Harry. I do not mm-hmm. want chili right now. <laughs> oh no <laughs> I would like to date rat boy oh no <laughs> oh, what is happening my god woman mm-hmm. uh, what else uh, uh, I mean this see. was a direct sequel to an episode of Superman also which was uh, pretty good the way they yeah. tied uh, everything into each other oh no, yeah there's some great there's some great continuity with things that haven't even happened yet but also mm-hmm. yeah with that it was fantastic Great appearance by Orb Guy and great non-appearance by Lobo. That made me very happy. I, I think it probably muddies the narrative if you say if you show Lobo in there, then you have to explain who Lobo is and who wants mm-hmm. to do that. Superman's just like, also Lobo was there. Who's Lobo? Who's... I don't want to talk oh, about boy. it. He's probably still alive. He probably is, and he's all probably old now and yelling about stuff. Mm-hmm. I I must point out though, Maggie, you mm-hmm. did like those episodes. I did like those episodes. You like this version of Lobo. I do like that version of Lobo, but also fuck Lobo. I mean, yes, as as a whole, fuck Lobo, mm-hmm. but th- this Lobo's all right. Lobo. I, I say this Lobo. to cushion the blow because he's going to show up again. Send away Sheriff Lobo. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, oh, I like Terry's little braces that he uses as a rebreather in this one. Okay. I don't think we've seen exactly that before. No, I yeah, think the like, first time he had a breather thing at all was a few episodes ago, and I think yeah, and it was like a little fine tuning it. Yeah, it was like a little thing, like in yeah, he usually does the thing where you like yeah. yeah, like everybody else where you just pop it in there. But this is part of his suit, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, it feels like because I I think the DC Wiki pointed out when his breather showed up for the first time a handful mm-hmm. of episodes ago. It's like because he keeps almost drowning, so yeah, they finally realized oh we need a breather and. It's totally Bruce's thing to, like, keep updating it and keep, yeah. like, here's version 3.0. No, wait, this is better for version mm-hmm. 4.0. So, Bruce, that makes I'm drowning, like, all the time. Can we do something about that? Uh, I guess. I liked in this episode, every time you cut back to Bruce, like, you know, Terry calls Bruce for help. He's just, like, puttering around the cave. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not just sitting there glowering. He's, like, welding shit and like yep. i don't know looking stuff yeah, yeah. up on the computer and he's they, like working on like an old batmobile at one point like yeah yeah well he's gotta <laughs> he's gotta get it ready for the car show is what i was thinking <laughs> you know those come, those uh, yeah, novel batman car shows where you see the batman mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the 66 batmobile yeah yep <laughs> he totally takes it there you remember Who the, the Robin? <laughs> oh god you know, we took you to the musical last week and you were pissed off about it. So you can't you, you can't uh, be like uh, nostalgic about the Batusi now. Five dollars for water. What the fuck? There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, 
Yes. Jeez. Yeah, no, I'm just I'm looking for anything else. We had a brief ink appearance, which I like. I like her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she but was definitely I, uh, fulfilling the uh, the shocker role of this episode of just somebody to be there was. to fight. But also, well, she is absolute... really interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Also, she yeah. absolutely transforms into a seal. So, <laughs> yep. I like Superman does some you know twirl around bullshit, mm-hmm. and uh, the voice actor that does ink gives this ear piercing scream. Like mm-hmm. I don't think we've ever heard from her before. Like it really hurt. Yep. <laughs> Which I don't know why made me laugh. Mm-hmm. Ink, are you okay? No. <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw up myself out of myself. Mm-hmm. You ever you ever puked yourself out of your own mouth? No, no one's done that. I have. Mhm. It's horrible. Yeah, I don't recommend it. Mhm. All right. Uh, Anything else? Yeah, I think that might be all I got. Flunk? Yeah, I think that's everything. Uh I like Starro. I like uh Justice League. I like Batman. Yeah, yep. Mhm. Yeah. It's all Comics good stuff. Are great. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's great. I love and this shit. This team knows how to take all the great stuff from comics and streamline it and leave out all the stuff that isn't so great. So Yeah. Happy like the about 18 that. other Hawkman. Mm-hmm. Ugh, so if I remember correctly, if I remember correctly, there's only one Hawkman in this, and it's they kind of go with the space Egypt thing mm. where he's like, no, 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 I'm a reincarnated king, and uh, Hawk Girl, you should be my girlfriend. And she's like, fuck off. Yeah, I'm not going to be your girlfriend. You're weird. Mm-hmm. No, no, but Egypt. Okay, okay. okay. No one you're cares white. about space Egypt. Okay, you're you're white and you're not Moon Knight, yeah. so nobody cares. Yeah, you guys talk about Moon Knight in here. <laughs> oh, delay! Hello, hello, hello. What's all this then? What thing you happen to me? Oh, Moon great, Knight. The, the idiots in charge. <laughs> mm-hmm. I saw just enough of that show to get those memes, and I'm happy about that. Yep. Oh, great! The idiots in control. <laughs> Uh, Flunk, did you have a quote? Uh, maybe. Let's find out. Does not look like you chose one. I'm very bad at quotes. There may be one, there might not be. Who knows? Uh, fair enough. Uh, well, mine is uh, Terry's uh, hero worship kind of getting away from him. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says this to Bruce. The kryptonite was two inches from my hand, but I hesitated. Why? The guy's the greatest hero who ever lived. Uh, one of the greatest. Which I really like. I like that uh, a lot. W- one of the greatest heroes. Heroes ever lived. Mm-hmm. Ever lived. After, after you, I mean, of mm-hmm. course. Mm-hmm. Batman, very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, it, it damages you if you're, uh, if you're tarnishing the legacy. Like, you need yeah. to prop up Batman or else you look bad. So, mm-hmm. you know. Come on, man. You saw me do backflips last week. I'm pretty cool, right? Yeah, we fought, we fought a bunch of, like, Rachel Ghoul guys, man. Mm-hmm. It was great. Just just punching guys in the Lazarus pits. Yeah. Oh great. They're they're probably gonna come back. Oh well. Don't, don't worry, I thoroughly buried that place. Alright. Uh Flunk, you got anything you would like to plug? Yes. Uh so me and my brother Brian, we have a show, uh, New and a Bit Alarming, uh where we yeah. Uh, we review various uh, remakes, reboots, all the different ways that stories can be told in multiple uh, multiple ways. Uh, we just finished up uh, reviewing the uh, the three different versions of the Annie musical, um, mm-hmm. and actually, we sort of stumbled backwards into being a Will Friedle podcast. 
Um, Weird, but all right. Because in between each okay. uh, large is it, series, is it we do uh, Friedel. I've heard you. I've heard you guys say that before. I thought it was Friedel. Uh, that's the way I've always said it. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, we reviewed this terrible movie he was in called um, uh, Trojan War, uh, where mm-hmm. he uh, um, he's a hoarding teenager who can't find a condom, and it's it, it's absolute garbage. And then uh, oh, we boy. some he he's only the lead in like four live action movies, so we figured we'd just do all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so upcoming uh, in the next week or two, we're gonna uh, a made for a TV Disney movie called My Date with the President's Daughter. Uh, so oh, look forward to that, boy. Well, a little bit of crossover appeal there, I suppose. Yeah. None, none of it sounds very shway, but uh, <laughs> it's it sounds a little shway. The two actually have very similar plots. It's it's weird. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. It sure is. <sighs> All right, and they can find that where? Uh, on your favorite podcast thing of choice. <clears throat> you guys still don't have a website, huh? Nope. It's only uh 2022. Why would we have any kind of website or Twitter or any sort of marketing mm-hmm. whatsoever? I mean. Every, every now and then I'm thinking, wait a minute, I've been doing this the same way since 2009. Maybe I'm out of date and people don't have websites anymore. No, they still have websites. Yeah, they'll it's always have you. websites. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, our website, look at that. I, mm-hmm. I did one. I got nice. it. Is kidslovebatman.com. Uh, mm-hmm. You can write to us, kidslovebatmanpodcast at Gmail. We're like three episodes away from the end of this. So, uh, yeah, Jesus The mail show's coming are. up real soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, Next week, we have uh, an episode called Betrayal, which I, mm-hmm. I don't know what that's about. Presumably, uh, Dana goes to the Chili League. Restaurant. And it's, yep. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I was thinking Dana goes to the Chili Restaurant and it's closed. But, uh, no! That's that's more likely. <laughs> they only had uh, vegan and, chili. <laughs> no! And uh, Curse of the Cobra Part 1. Now, previously, I said Cobra takes over this entire third season. I was wrong about that, obviously. But they do suddenly merit a two-parter for some inexplicable reason, so I was slightly right. And I don't know why we're supposed to care, but uh, we'll find well, out, that's I suppose. three big yeah. DC guys that only show up for the first time in the future with uh, with the Royal Flesh Gang and uh, Justice League and the now Cobra. Are you saying Cobra is a big DC guy? I mean, yeah. Don't they show up in Justice League a lot? I mean, they do. I don't know if that makes them I... good or big. Well... If this show just decided that's Terry's like global threat, like his his Rachel Ghoul, I guess. Mm-hmm. He hates them so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, if they were gonna blow up the beach or mm-hmm. uh, destroy over the river into the woods to grandmother's <laughs> house, that would be so much better. All right, uh, that's all for this time. Oh, uh, we are on Twitter, at least for now. I am anyway at Algar, uh, at uh, Maggie Robots, and at Flonk Two. Yeah. And that's all for this time. Yeah. See you, folks. Twala, Schwarbage. For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt. Copyright 2022, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.